0: welcome to generations podcasts where father will and daughter Liz discuss their opinions on current and not so current events
1: well hello everybody this is uh will and
0: and Liz
1: yeah and um, I'm uh, Liz's dad and I'm 61. Uh, white guy, but <laughs> well, we live in the Pacific Northwest.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Liz. I am, well, we should probably say our generation. So, because right. uh, that's, you know, the theme of the podcast. Yes. Um, I'm Liz. I'm 18. I'm a Gen Z. Um, I'm also white, but I'm also Latina. So, I do have that POC um, kind of point of view. Mm
1: hmm. And, uh, you know, I guess the purpose of the while well, we started the podcast is we were talking about the different generations and how they look at things. And I think this is a this will be informative. We're trying to be informative, but we're also trying to be funny and um, a little bit of satire thrown in. So don't take offense. If you're famous, you might get, you know, pinged on here, but that's okay. That's why you're famous. That's why you make the big bucks.
0: If, but, <laughs> if you have a presence on Twitter, we will not hesitate. Yeah, we will
1: not hesitate to slam you so um uh, we uh, we live in the pacific northwest of the mm-hmm. country but uh, liz is going to be going off to college in august and she'll be going off to a, a large college in colorado mm-hmm. and we'll continue the show from there we'll do uh, we'll do i'll do my part and we'll, i guess we'll just do it together and i guess in the future we'd like to have like guest stars on here and we'll, we'll, we'll either record them on our phones and put them on the podcast mm-hmm. or get people live yeah uh on here and we want to get to just like a different perspective from two different generations and i yeah. think you guys will find it uh somewhat entertaining hopefully someone entertaining <laughs> and enlightening and um uh, so let's talk about a little bit about our bios and where we're coming from i um i spent 20 years in the navy Uh, from age 18 to about age 38. And then um, I met Liz's mom shortly after I retired from the Navy and we got married and spent the rest of my next 20 years working in um, uh, basically contract security, Mm -hmm. different kinds of security, courthouse security, concert security, where Mm -hmm. I worked with some of the larger bands in the world. That was really fun. So um, the last couple of years, I've been an Uber driver, which is make, it makes me even more enlightened about <laughs> people's opinions. And uh, now I'm just totally retired and trying to figure out something to do. And uh, hopefully this podcast will, um, you know, in the time of um, COVID will help um, me, uh, you know, get by and understand mm-hmm. people. And um, Liz, tell a little bit about yourself.
0: Okay. Um, there's not much to tell. I'm only, you know, 18 years of life. But... As far as jobs go, I work in childcare as of the moment and I'm also a political science major, so I'm very interested and involved in politics and what <laughs> goes on.
1: Why? Why? <laughs> Why do you want to do that? Of all things, of all things, I will also add that I uh, I have no skills whatsoever. On the technical end of this, Liz came up with all the engineering oh, on the yeah. computer here, the sound, everything, and hopefully we will <laughs> um, correct any mistakes that we make as far as uh, on the technical end, but she's the tech whiz, and I'm just sitting here like a lump of a lump.
0: Uh, Well, technically, we kind of, so when we wanted to start this podcast, we were kind of talking about, okay, well, who can do what, and what are we good at? So I was like, well, obviously, me being the person I am, I will take care of all the technical things. Although I'm not the best tech whiz, I am the tech whiz of the family.
1: (laughs) Um, That's not saying much, but uh, it is saying (laughs) a lot right now that we're getting the podcast underway.
0: So I am the uh, self-appointed tech producer whereas will my dad is the uh the talent as per se <laughs> yeah uh, that's 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 saying it lightly
1: also but uh yeah so uh we uh hopefully we'll get um, a little better at this and we'll, like i said we'll get hopefully get some people on we'll bring on their perspective and we call the generations because we want to give uh, different generations perspective and um like i said we we're not out to um what, what should I say, uh, make anybody or hurt anybody's feelings. Yeah. But um, we do come from a perspective that I think that you're going to understand that once we start talking about different subjects, you're going to know whether you want to shut us off or not. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, <Yeah. laughs> you're going to go, well, these guys are typical Pacific Northwest. I don't want to listen to them. I love Trump, you know, whatever <laughs> you want to say, you know, you, you're a MAGA person. You you will not fit into in this generation's uh, podcast. I can, uh, no. guarantee you, I can <laughs> Almost guarantee you there. So if you're a Trumpster or a MAGA person, just turn it off now. Just save yourself another hour. Unless
0: just- you really, really want to listen, then you can. But if you want to give us feedback, I would gladly appreciate if you kind of just took those certain opinions under wrap. Like you can say your opinion and stuff, that's fine. But when you're like, Trump deserved to win the election. That's kind of when we, you know, cut the tie on
1: that. Yeah, we're kind of like over that. And, you know, it's just not, that's not gonna work. So
0: it's old news,
1: (laughs) it's old news. And that never really uh, uh, lasted very far in our, in our family and in our family structure. So you're gonna hear us talk about people in our lives. And most of this can be uh, my, my wife, Stephanie, uh, Liz's mom and uh, she's um she's a head of a she's a director of a, a of a preschool here in the Pacific Northwest. And then you're gonna hear us talking about Ethan, which is Liz's older brother. He's twenty. He's in the Marine Corps and he's over in Okinawa right now. So mm-hmm. he's serving his country and um, hopefully we'll get a youth about him on the podcast and be able to talk to him from Okinawa and give his, I'll ask him some questions, give his perspective on certain things. But those are the people that you're mostly going to hear from. If we talk about somebody else in our lives, we're going to keep it uh, with no name.
0: Yeah. No either name. no name or we'll change the name. Change or, the name or, know, or we'll, we'll
1: say maybe a grandparent or something <laughs> that might come up. Uh, uh, but uh you know we're gonna throw some stories in plus so what we're talking we're gonna be talking about is uh the just basically the news of the day mm-hmm. um maybe some political uh we'll throw some entertainment stuff in there and uh trust me there's a change there's a difference of opinion when it comes to entertainment mm-hmm. yeah um, <laughs> uh, I, 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 that's probably the biggest difference of opinion in this household as far as what is good and what isn't and uh <clears throat> and so we'll, we'll talk about those kind of things mm-hmm. and um Let's uh, let's talk about uh, the vaccine. I think okay. that's a good thing yeah. to start off with. I've been trying for two weeks <clears throat> here to get the in our little town here to get the vaccine. And um, I blew it, Well, I actually blew it twice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last week I had an appointment. I go in there and I get in line, and but I had an appointment. So I'm in line to get into the building, get into the drugstore. And here in this state, there was a rule that said, if you're two or more generations and over 50, you can get in and get your shot. So I said, well, I fall under that. I live in a multi-generational house. I live with my wife and I, her one generation. And then Liz uh, is another generation. So th- <laughs> is that two? That's two, correct? Yeah. That's two generations, yeah. correct? So as I read that, it said two or more generations, mm-hmm. multi-generational house, you can get your vaccine. So I get in line to get in there. And I have a, t- I have a, a 1230 appointment. So I get there and the guy mm-hmm. who's working the door, he gets up to me and goes, uh, so, uh, You know, he goes, first of all, he goes, obviously, you're over 50. Thanks, man. Appreciate (laughs) that. I I try to keep my looks as young as possible. (laughs) Thank you for telling me. Obviously, you didn't see me
0: roll up in my BMW,
1: (laughs) (laughs) my old ass BMW. (laughs) And so, uh, so he goes, So what qualifications? I said, Well, I'm over 50 mm-hmm. and I'm going live in a multi generational house. Said, well, can you prove it? I said, well, What do you want when you drag my daughter out here to, <laughs> to show you? In the, the middle house? of school? Yeah. Yeah, middle <laughs> school to show you that I have a daughter. goes, no, 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 it means that you, you're, you're a grandparent and a grand, and a, you have a grandchild that lives. I go, Well, that's two generations, but I'll still live in a multi generational house with my daughter and I. He goes, no, no, that's not what it means. I, but that's what it says. But that's not what it means. So I'm standing there arguing with this guy to get a damn shot, okay, to get a vaccine. Now, my history with shots are are really infamous <laughs> in my, my family. I hate shots. <laughs> I will. I need to get, you know, I have to be sedated to take get a shot or get my blood drawn, basically. That's how, how much I hate it. So for me to voluntarily want to go in and get a shot, but I figure, well, this shot will save my life. Mm-hmm. potentially save my life. So I thought it was pretty important. So I'm arguing with this guy for five minutes. Finally I just I said, okay, I'll come back in a couple because I knew in a week they'd open it up. And they did this last week. Actually today they opened it up in the state. And I could have went today and but I want the JJ. I want the Johnson Johnson shot because mm-hmm. it's <laughs> for scaredy cats like me, <laughs> it's one shot. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh so all they're giving out right now is the Pfizer and the Moderna. <clears throat> so I um, I put my email in for to be notified for the J and J. So in a week or two I'll get the J and J. I'll drag Liz because she's on the last phase. She's the last people to get it. Eighteen yeah. <laughs> you now in school. I'm not
0: high risk at all. I don't have any real medical issues or anything. Not that I'm aware of. Um. Yes. <laughs> i'm not i'm not pregnant i'm not popping out any grandkids for the multi-generational vaccine yeah um,
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah we We're not we're not gonna go that far to get that multi-generation. i lost <laughs> that fight i just don't know how but uh and kind of weirdly that's why we named it the show generations because it's like i thought we were multi-generational but i could be wrong anyway i was proven wrong i guess by the man who was at the door the doorman did not let me <laughs>
0: yeah. In. yeah but i will say um as a whole as a family um we are very pro-covid vaccine i think it is a very good idea even if you really don't believe in it i guess or you think COVID is a hoax or you think it's dangerous um there are so many internet sources that you know basically prove that wrong and it's funny because you know we have these beliefs as a family and we're very like we're very common in our political beliefs as stated earlier but my older brother um, actually um, he is he does think a lot like us but when it was his turn to get the vaccine because he is in the military so it's he got it like way earlier than we did um, we called him my mom and I and we're like hey are you excited to you get your vaccine you know because mm-hmm. he was supposed to uh, visit us in the summer and he was like oh I'm not getting the vaccine. And obviously, to our shock, we're like, what? What do you mean you're not getting the vaccine? And all of a sudden, you hear his roommate in the background say, well, it's not FDA approved. It's not safe. The COVID vaccine isn't safe. And my brother's like, yeah, yeah, it's not safe. Like, just, you know, going back and forth with each other. My mom and I are staring at each other, like, horrified. Like, who is this person? Like, who, what Trumpy took over my brother? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> That's like the only thing I could think of at the moment because I'm like, what is this mindset that you're having? So we obviously like tell him, well, you can't come home unless you get the vaccine. You cannot have a home-cooked meal, which he hasn't had in over a year until you get that vaccine. So then For safety reasons. Yeah. Because uh, yeah.
1: we didn't know when we were going to get our vaccine.
0: Yeah. Because at, mm-hmm. at that time, no one in the house had a vaccine yet. And so we kind of on the phone call, you know, he thought we were joking and stuff, but then my mom and I go up to tell dad <laughs> and that is when things got real. <laughs> <laughs> so obviously the first thing he thought of was to immediately call him and say, what are you doing? Why aren't you getting the vaccine? The next and, week he
1: got it. Yeah, he got it for sure. So. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh, I have a little power over my son Ethan, and I, I I wielded that power on that one. I I had to say, look, I know you're the, your own man now. You're the Marine Corps and everything, but uh, go get your vaccine. And so <laughs> let me tell you, if you don't get a vaccine, you're not going to be able to travel anywhere. You mm-hmm. won't leave Okinawa. You won't. Yeah. You won't, they won't let you travel. I, I see that coming you know, this summer when they start relaxing travel restrictions for the countries, if you don't have a COVID vaccine, you are you, – I think you're not going to be able to travel. So I think that I, he wanted to come home bad. So he did, he's actually got both of his shots now. So yeah. he, he's taken care of He's done. Um, and he's a good boy. And I don't think his roommate's gotten <laughs> it. Uh, I think his roommate's uh, – his roommate's from Chicago. So I don't know. I don't know about that. It must be been a small town near Chicago. But, uh, yeah. But I learned on the news that I guess apparently 30% um, – of the military is not taking is refusing the vaccine up to 30 percent that's a lot lot. that's one third that's a lot and I asked Ethan about that he said yeah that sounds about right I said these guys got to get it together and so I started making me thinking why I'm not watching anything that I watch I watch CNN and I watch MSNBC for news Mm -hmm. so I'm not seeing anything on there that says hey don't take it. It's bad. All I'm, I'm, Dr. Fauci says, hey, the vaccines, all vaccines are good to go. They're not dangerous. Blah, blah, blah. So where are these guys getting this and where are they hearing this?
0: Probably Facebook.
1: Facebook, yeah. And
0: Instagram, because yeah. I, I I saw this Instagram post, so... Um, Which I don't
1: read either, either one of those. <laughs> so th- this, is, this is interesting to me. Go ahead. Yeah,
0: so I saw this Instagram post and I don't really pay attention to them. I'll see them every once in a while because um, the algorithm is like catered towards you. So sometimes these things pop up. I'm like, where did this come from? And it was, I swear, it looked like the most fake article I've ever seen in my life. It was like, I don't know, just the most basic article name like newspaper and it was a screenshot and it said um newborn found um with covid but the newborn and i guess the mom got the vaccine when she was still pregnant but obviously if you have the what is it the enzymes from the covid the Mm -hmm. you know strands from it the baby is probably going to be born with those from the vaccine Mm. because that's how vaccines work right and so i read the comments and they're like oh my goodness, I don't want my baby to have COVID. I don't want all this stuff. But then pregnant mothers are really high risk to get COVID mm-hmm. and to have really huge complications. And it's things like that that kind of reword the truth to make people have like this mass hysteria because and freaking yeah, out. Yeah, because
1: then I started hearing um, people that we know, uh, they wouldn't take the vaccine because they heard it causes uh uh, infertility. Yeah, I had heard nothing, <laughs> nothing like that anywhere, and so I had I got on the computer and started looking up uh, side effects or mm-hmm. you know down things. Nothing about infertility, so I had to ask Liz. Where is this coming with this infertility thing? Where are they getting this from? And you said
0: I think they got it from like a friend or a, like a family member because this person is about my age, right? That we heard this kind of rumor from
1: a, a co worker of your mother's.
0: Yeah. So she's about my age and um it's not required to get the shot at their work at this at this point, but it might be. So it's like highly encouraged. And mm-hmm. she went out to they work with little kids. Yeah, they do.
1: Every day. And they're uh, a lot, they're carriers. A lot of the kids. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah and a lot of the parents are healthcare workers so you know we're we're really um worried about everyone's safety so the girl comes up to my mom after a meeting they had about it she's like you know i really really want to take it but i just really want to be a mother and the covid vaccine causes infertility and when we heard this from my mom we were like since when does yeah. it cause well, infertility nothing like that <laughs> And if you're really worried about it, then yeah. But you know, she's very young. I don't. I think the only like real problem she has is maybe asthma. Like nothing else. Mm-hmm. And she's just really worried about the infertility thing. And I'm like, I I haven't heard about that either. And I'm just like, that is like absolutely crazy because I don't know. <sighs>
1: I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they. Uh, so, uh, but she wasn't the only one. There was another coworker. Yeah, they had the same thing. So they're obviously hearing the news from the same source mm-hmm. or a group of sources. Uh, so what we want to uh, say that if you're listening to the show, go get your vaccine. <laughs> Please don't listen to me. <laughs> don't do what I do. Although I'm not really even high risk other than my age, and I'm not over. I, actually, I would only be high, really high risk over 65. I'm not. I'm not there well, yet.
0: Well, you. Um, don't work at the moment because right. of COVID. You right. stay home and um, spend time with me. <laughs>
1: right. So I'm really, I'm really, really super low risk. So I can wait. I can wait a few more weeks. But you're talking about people in the workforce who work with little kids every day. And basically, my wife told them that, hey, get the vaccine or you're going to be wearing that mask forever. Because mm-hmm. so someday they're going to not have to wear a mask anymore. Whatever yeah. day that is, a year from now, nine months from now, whatever that be. And my wife's telling them, hey. Get the vaccine, or um, you could be wearing that mask. Forever. Yeah, and that's a pain when you're dealing with kids, right? Because you've mm-hmm. done it a few times. And yeah, it's, <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, it's because right? you're
0: you're running around and you're taking care of these kids, and kids really really hot. Of course, like we all keep our mask on all the time because again, we're really worried. But it is so difficult. And it's really hard because um,
1: I don't think anybody really wants to wear a mask anymore. No, I think everybody's over that, but you still got to wear it. <laughs> yeah, you. you I'd, I'd say we're probably going to wear it till probably Christmas time, maybe yeah. a little after. Probably. Well, we wear a mask. even
0: there are multiple people at that place who won't get vaccines. Even the cook is yeah, kind of contemplating. That's the other
1: person I was talking about. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: contemplating, and you know she works with food, which yeah. is like yeah, so yeah, that's you know
1: scary to me. I,
0: and. Not only are you like, do you have to wear masks mask, but you might lose your job because right. you can't, you know, you can't be a carrier. Can't because do the
1: licensing like might come down later down the road and say, okay, everybody's got, to, you know, they're not mm-hmm. mandating it now, but maybe down the road and licensing or the state may come down and say you, every person that works in child care is going to have to get vaccinated. Yeah. And, Just like uh, yeah. the
0: healthcare workers have to.
1: Exactly, they have to. Correct. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: As far as so, I know, yes.
1: Yeah. So it's not a choice for them. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I, I don't know any healthcare workers. They don't want to get vaccinated. <laughs> no, no. I'm working. I work in the science field. I don't want to get vaccinated. But, <laughs> look, folks. What we're trying to what we're trying to do, it basically, with all these stories, is get vaccinated. Get vaccinated. <laughs> it, it will, it, this thing will go away faster. Yeah. Don't be a peckerwood.
0: <laughs> no. <laughs> So you keep saying that, but what is a what is a Peckerwood? Okay.
1: Well, let me explain. If I say Peckerwood, you get, everybody in the audience will now know what I mean, what a Peckerwood is. Go back to January
0: 6th. Okay. Let me put my thinking cap okay. on. What
1: happened on January 6th? The invasion of the Capitol. Mm-hmm. Okay. Those guys and women who were invading the Capitol, those are Peckerwoods. Those okay. are Peckerwoods. And there's head Peckerwoods like Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley and uh-huh. people like them and people like that, but they're Peckerwoods. So if you ever hear me say that, that guy is a goddamn pe- Peckerwood, <laughs> you'll know. Now everybody in the audience will know. Now all you Peckerwoods could shut off the show because, you know, you don't want to be called a peckerwood all the time. And right? now,
0: if you email us or DM us saying, What is a peckerwood? We obviously know you're not watching every
1: episode. <laughs> you're, listening, you're listening, not watching. I hope you're yeah. not watching. The camera isn't on, is it? Okay. <laughs> i got to make sure. Uh, I want to make funny faces and things. But, uh, but that's what a peckerwood. You're not a peckerhead. That's different. You're a peckerwood. Mm. Okay. It's, uh, yeah. So it's a, it's a kind of a person that you are in this country. And unfortunately, of this country are Peckerwoods. You can't get around it. You can't get away from it. If you're in the lower 50 percentile, you're probably a Peckerwood. Anyway, that's enough on the Peckerwood. That's what I mean by that, so everybody will know what that is when I say that. And uh, if it offends you, tough shit. Anyway, so um, what else in the news this week? So did you know, speaking of Peckerwoods, did you know that Lindsey Graham owns a gun?
0: I did not know that. Yes,
1: he owns a gun. He stood up this week and said he owns an AR-15, which is basically a machine gun. Oh,
0: wow.
1: Yeah. Um, and his explanation for owning a gun was that he, if there's a storm or a natural disaster it hits his town in South Carolina, he's mm-hmm. the senator He's the senator from South Carolina, the senior center. And, uh, <laughs> uh, and uh, he said you know, like, there's a natural disaster in his town where his house is, he wants to be right there at the front porch with his AR-15, making sure there's no maraud. <laughs> this is what he said. He may not use his words, but in so many words, he said these marauding gangs of people don't <laughs> enter his house. That's why he has an <laughs> AR-15. Now, folks, oh my goodness. that is about as far away. First of all, I can't picture Lindsey Graham at the at the, <laughs> at the doorway of his house with an AR-15 going, uh, hey. All you marauders, get out of my neighborhood. (laughs) You know what he really means? You know, being from South Carolina the way he is, you know what he really means? All you black folk, get out of here. Get off the lawn. Yeah. Anyway, so that's that's Lindsey Graham. Uh, You know, it's funny. I was thinking about Lindsey. I was thinking about the inside of his house. Why would anybody want to go into his house and take anything? Because you know what I picture? I picture like oil paintings of cats. (laughs) The uh,
0: hang in there posters. Yeah.
1: And we're like naked statues of men, things, <laughs> things like that. You know, that's what I picture inside his house. So people who want those kind of things go to Lindsay's house when uh, when the natural disaster, it, it, it's it's name. It's name and insane, that answer. And it's about the gun debate. And mm-hmm. uh, I'll just tell you right now, I've never allowed a gun in my house. And I have a 100% chance of never having a gun incident in my house mm-hmm. because I won't allow a gun in the house. Get a dog get a dog Mm -hmm. we have a dog we have a big dog dog. (laughs) get a dog if you want uh uh, nobody's gonna come in your house if your big dog starts barking i don't care what they got i don't care how many marauders come around uh your house nobody they're gonna skip your house with the big dog Uh um you're much more likely when you have a gun in. and we have family members that have guns in their house i don't go to their houses too often to try Mm -hmm. not to um uh, basically from the stories they've told about their gun and their own gun and what they've done mm-hmm. with their own gun. Yeah. It's scary. And
0: uh, Even members of the family with like PTSD still have like uh, brag about having guns under their beds. And it's like, that's extremely dangerous. What if you, you know.
1: Yeah. And there's only like two people in the house and you're more likely to, you know, kill your loved one than somebody coming in the house. And there's yeah. generally, I mean, I, I understand, I guess I get the paranoia. I don't really understand it. In my 61 years, I've never been a paranoid person. I've been in war zones and everything else. And, um, you know, I got to shoot a lot of guns when I was in the military. Um, and, you know, we'd go back to on the ship. We'd go back to the fantail and and shoot the shotguns, you know, into the water. <laughs> That's what we did. We shot shotguns in the <laughs> water. That's what we did. And, uh, you know, it's kind of fun. But as far as having one in your house and having a, an assault weapon, no reason to have one. Yeah. There's absolutely no reason. You can justify it. You all know, oh, the second amendment... Yeah, most people don't know what's in the Second Amendment, okay? Um, we're talking about practicality and safety. And um, I was thinking about this the other day mm-hmm. um, when the gun debate, and it's still, it's still kind of raging right now. But yeah. I was thinking about this the other day. Between the 60s and 2000, I don't know if mm-hmm. you, you don't know this because you didn't grow up in those areas, but you, you <laughs> no. see them on the History Channel and stuff. We have serial killers yeah we had serial killers that killed a lot of people
0: uh, a bit of a footnote um <laughs> we are very into true crime so if we do yeah, have it. some episodes about true crime we may <laughs>
1: yeah we may have some true crime stuff coming down and so but in those 40 years we had a lot of we had a you know influx of serial killers uh-huh. but if you notice it's Columbine 1999 till now in the last 20 years or so you don't see a lot of news on serial killers anymore I'm no? sure they're, they're still around yeah you can't get rid of them we probably have some in our family somewhere anyway <laughs> uh so uh but if you notice our new serial killers are the uh are the, are the gun killers are the guys who go out and kill 10 20 people at a time or yeah. 26 people at a time those i was thinking about those those are our new serial killers those are the people that But see the difference is the serial killer he he or she want mostly he wanted to be, you know, anonymous. They want to get rid of, they want to get away with their crimes. And mm-hmm. These guys, correct, want to do something and they want to immediately get on Facebook or yeah. 8chan or uh, one of these uh, channels that can get anything on. Videotape them actually going and killing people mm-hmm. um, because there's platforms that allow that. Yeah. So um, I don't know. I just think the spree killers now are the new serial killers. They just do it quickly. They do it uh, methodically and they do it for, uh, they do it for uh, fame. Yeah. And you know, Uh, that's too bad. And I I really, really think that uh, everybody says, well, it's a mental health issue. Yeah, sure. It's a mental health issue. But it's
0: also a gun issue. Yeah.
1: If the person has access to a, access to a uh, assault weapon, then um, they're going to use it for the wrong reason. And I don't see a right reason for it, but again, and I'm, I'm ex-military. Like I said, I shot guns and Ethan shoots guns all the time. Mm -hmm. In fact, he was stationed at the armory in Okinawa for many months last year. He was running guns all the time. Yeah. So, folks, if you want to go take on, uh, you know, go get a gun and go shoot, go shoot on Mac weapons, chop up some boots, and go join the military. (laughs) Go shoot all you want.
0: Well, that's also a really good thing to point out and a really good discussion topic because, you know, the the whole point of this podcast, the whole theme, are generations, kind of both sides of an opinion. You know, although we may have, like, similar – Um, opinions and ideals and whatever um, we are on very two opposite sides of um, kind of a discussion so like you were talking about you know uh, retired military you shotguns you know as part of your job basically Mm -hmm. Um, and you know that's fine and so that's kind of like the quote unquote good part of you know using a weapon like that Um, you know in the military you're Uh, Meant to protect your country, you know Mm -hmm. that's very good. But in my experience, um, thankfully, I have not actually been, you know, threatened or anything. But um, school's been
1: cleared out a few times, though.
0: That is true. But we we will get to that. But after you know the Columbine shooting, which devastating, horrible, um, we now have you know lockdown drills and school shooting drills. Um, So like every couple months, we have to get under our desk, turn the lights have, off.
1: Did you have those in elementary school also?
0: I can't remember because I went to quite a different elementary schools. So I went to like three different ones. So it kind of fluctuates. But I think the earliest memory I have of doing it was maybe in third grade.
1: But you had them in junior high. We
0: definitely had them definitely in junior high. Definitely had them in junior high. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, we have them like every couple of months. It's like as common. Tell when... me what
1: happened at the dance in junior high. I remember oh, okay. that. okay. Yeah. yeah. That's a really good
0: Yeah. So when I was about mm, sixth grade, uh, junior high, um, junior highs in our area go from sixth grade to eighth grade. Um, It was my first like social dance type situation, you know, uh, everyone wearing their best t-shirts and bootcut jeans. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But like maybe, maybe 30 minutes in, like I had just gotten there 30 minutes in, um, everyone was evacuated into the gym and how how the school worked is the bottom layer was cafeteria and gym and they were divided by a wall everyone was filtered into the gym um everyone was freaking out like oh my gosh what's happening what's happening we turn the lights off and there's maybe like 100 kids in one area We're so we're all sitting on the bleachers and no one would tell us what's going on so all of a sudden the lights come on and the principal goes up because he was there obviously And said that about 10 minutes prior, there was a bomb threat um, made on social media uh, towards the middle school, the junior high. And I remember just being so, like, shaken because I had never really experienced that before. And nothing happened, thankfully. Uh, No one was hurt. It was just kind of like, um, I think it was an eighth grader boy just kind of, you know, be popping around uh, Instagram, trying to get attention or, you know, something. Uh, they wouldn't tell us a whole lot of details because, you know, they didn't want people to freak out. The dance out. was over
1: at that point. Oh, so yeah. I, I, so it was over.
0: Right. And I remember um, at the time I didn't have a cell phone because I didn't have a cell phone until my freshman year of high school. But I remember. how we, we were cheap. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember calling my dad on my friend's phone. I'm like, you need to come pick me up. And, uh, you know, there was a threat at school.
1: Right, right.
0: And he's like, "What? What? okay, I'll be right there uh, right away. And there was like, and I remember we left. My friends and I left to the front of the school to go uh, be picked up. And there was a million people there. There were so mm-hmm. many people. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. all the parents were like, you know, what's going on? What happened? What happened? And yeah.
1: Yeah, this is a, this is a small town, USA. I'm not going to tell you the town we live in, but it's, it's you know, not more than uh, 15,000. And that's actually pretty small. Pretty small town. Yeah. And everybody kind of knows everybody. And so, you know, that you come to the realization if it's going it to happen, you know, here, it's going to happen anywhere. It's how ha- and it happens all over the country. What mm-hmm. happened in Boulder? Tragic, tragic. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you're just going about your day one day. You're going to the store and you're taking your life, you know, in somebody else's hands like that. I, I don't know. I, it just it gets old because it'll be big news for a few days. Mm-hmm. And then there's a, There's a group of people, peckerwoods, who who, uh, won't uh, come to their senses about guns in this country. Mm -hmm. You know, other countries, I think Canada has more guns than we do, or they, you know, per capita they have more guns, you know, per person. They don't have this this issue, but they use them for the right reasons. They go out and hunt with them.
0: They're very, very strict with their... Gun laws—they're yeah. very strict.
1: Yeah, and a lot of countries are England, New New Zealand, Australia. Australia got all rid of all guns. They don't have, yeah. Yeah, they don't have mass shootings anymore. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I don't know. Uh, I hopefully I will live to see the day, but I doubt it. Mm-hmm. Maybe you you will in your uh, lifetime, but I doubt if I will in my lifetime uh, see the day. Um, it's just
0: it's just sad, you know. Like uh, especially with uh, the biggest thing is like schools because there's a lot of people. And a lot of the information out online is like, you can find a school map online, you can find the bell schedule online, Mm -hmm. and you can know exactly where to be at what time. And it's just so disheartening because for a lot of people, a lot of students, uh, school is like their safe place, you know, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, especially if they don't have a good home life. And to be in that constant fear and like have it in the back of your mind.
1: What, where, where am I supposed to go in this classroom? Where am I going to go? You have to think about no. that at school where 50 years ago or 40 years ago when I was, when I was in school, i never, we never thought that mm-hmm. we didn't have to think about
0: and those things. One of like my most prominent memories is like, uh, my brother and I were in high school for together for about two years. Cause he's a couple mm-hmm. years older than I am. Mm-hmm. And we, we had a lockdown drill. It was like one of the first of the year and we were walking home. And he was like, Hey, um, just so you know, if this ever happens, this is exactly what you need to do. Um, Make sure you just get out of there. Uh, Here's our safe spot, and then we'll walk home together. Mm -hmm. And he's Mm -hmm. like, I'll call dad, you know, all that stuff. He's like, But you just get out of there. But Mm -hmm. for a lot of people, a lot of students, they don't have that luxury. They don't have anyone else, like a sibling or something. They don't, and they also don't live near. Right. So they just kind of trapped.
1: Right. Well, Ethan had one too when he was in school. When yeah. He, before you were there. I think he was a sophomore. And uh he had uh he had a uh not an active shooter, but I think I think it was a bomb threat. Mm-hmm. And what they did is they got rid of all the kids and they ganged them up they bust them all over to the bus area. I had to actually go pick him up. And mm-hmm. I had and they were checking IDs. And yeah. he was, you know, uh, Ethan does not really get scared that easy. That day, I saw fear in my uh 15-year-old son. I hope, hopefully i'll never have to see that again yeah anyway that's the gun issue and uh you know, there's also the the big thing this week is the trial of uh of officer Chauvin and in, in minnesota the guy who killed uh, george floyd oh, and yeah. i have to say who killed george floyd there is absolutely no doubt he killed that mm-hmm. man and uh, uh you know, I'm very pro cop, I always have been. I've worked with, when I worked in security, I worked around sheriff's departments and um, highway and state patrols and, and and city cops. I've worked around them my whole life. And I'm very, very pro uh, law enforcement. But, uh, you know, unfortunately, when you see something like that on camera, you kind of think it's probably been going on for a hundred years, maybe longer. And just we just don't, ha- we didn't have cameras there. And mm-hmm. now you can't get away with shit. <laughs> Because there is yeah. right, yeah. there's cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. There are cameras everywhere, and everyone has one. And no matter what happens, you get to be the, you. Yeah. You'll get your fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. That's no doubt about but that. But it's
0: not just that. It's you know also the issue of racism, which has never gone away. It's always just been there. Yeah. It's always been there. Yeah. And yeah. um, you know we we kind of talked about this earlier, but uh, we don't have obviously we are very you know. Black lives matter. Mm -hmm. Everyone is equal. You know, if you're a shitty person, then you're a shitty person, you know? Um, However, um, we don't really have the experience of being oppressed. I mean, obviously I am a woman, so I have that, you know, but uh, Will is, you know, a cishet white man, you know, older man. And I am, I am biracial. However, I'm extremely white passing. So Um, I never really kind of faced that, but, uh, my mom has, Mm -hmm. so we do kind of, we, we definitely see it and Mm -hmm. we definitely know about it. We've
1: walked into, uh, my wife and I've walked into a restaurant, uh, occasional restaurant in certain areas and we've gotten, you know, double looks Yeah, that's happened in our, in our marriage and I don't even notice it, Mm -hmm. but boy, she notices it right away and she goes, you know, I just want to leave. I said, wow, well, the food's good. <laughs> the food's good here. And because I, I just don't get it. You uh-huh. know, and, and you know, I'm very sensitive to it. So for all my woke friends out there, okay. I I'm 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 there. I'm there with you. Yeah. But I'm also was born in 1960. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, and I'm white. Yeah. So I'm very white. So uh, you know, I, I try to I try to do the best I can, but um but she knows it and she she has she has uh, and she'll get she'll get looks. She told me a story week ago. I, I can't remember what it was, but it was an incident of mm-hmm. somebody kind of looking at her differently.
0: Yeah, well, we were kind of talking about it might be this conversation, but uh, we, we don't talk about it a whole lot. But, you know, it does kind of come in uh, it sprinkles from time to time. But um, me and my siblings were all born very blonde, very white. None of us had any melanin. <laughs> we were very, very pale. And so uh, my mom is the complete opposite of that. <laughs> right, and right, so, right. you know, we would walk in to a store as, you know, children and stuff. And people would, you know, kind of give her looks and mm-hmm. uh, even go up, like, do as much as to go up and, to her and be like, Oh, are you like a nanny or a babysitter? <laughs> you, know, you, or... you take your
1: life in your own hands if you go up to my wife and say that. <laughs> I, uh, you would totally be taking your because uh, if you look up in the dictionary, feisty Latina, <laughs> her picture is there. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want, you don't want to go to my wife and, and I, right. she's, she's a great person and she's really nice and sweet, mm-hmm. but boy, oh, don't yeah. go that, don't go there. Don't uh-huh. go there. You do not, you do not mess with the, <laughs> <you> <laughs> with the mess, mama bear. You don't ma- mess with the mama bear on that area. Yeah. Yeah. She, yeah, she, she experiences it. And then she points it out to us and, and Ethan said the same thing. He would get around with his friends, Jughead and, shorty and spanky and all all his buddies and uh i think next week we're going to talk we're going to talk about the joke we're going to talk about the joke because that lasts about 15 minutes that's a good story and it has to do with that Uh but ethan and his friends and uh he even said they'll they'll be talking and it's pretty multiracial uh multiracial in his group of friends Mm -hmm. but they don't know uh he, he actually joined the marine corps as hispanic Mm-hmm. Because if you're half, you can join it under that race, and yeah. that's what he did. And but they, you would never know. No. And so he can hear people talk or hear racial things, and he has a different perspective on it. You can actually hear it and listen to it because they they don't think he's Hispanic, but they'll mm-hmm. they'll get racial on him, and he'll just start listening to it and uh, like uh, do something about it. You know? yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's very, it's very interesting, you know, coming from the perspective of a mixed household, you know, mm-hmm. um, especially with the whole thing of like.
1: Well, you guys don't, you guys don't, at your age, and I've said this for you, you guys don't really know race, do you? You guys don't see race at school. I mean. Everybody's mixed.
0: Yeah, Is pretty that, much. Isn't that true? Especially but here. There <laughs> are very little people who are like. Very few. W- just like one race. It's a whole lot of, you know, mix it. Um, there's a lot of different people from a lot of different backgrounds in this town, mm-hmm. and there are also a lot of old white men who <laughs> 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 who like women of color. Which there's nothing wrong with that. It's just um, yes, it's very common. I am, I
1: am one of them. <laughs> oh my
0: god! But um, it's it's difficult, you know, growing up, and you know, you always have those standardized tests that ask you, like, oh, you know, what's your ethnicity? And you're like, well, I'm white, but I'm also not white. and well, they have the
1: question now. I think, I think it goes Caucasian. of your Are you of Hispanic descent? Yeah. So they even go deeper mm-hmm. into that.
0: And when I was um, applying for colleges, they really want those Hispanics in college. Like, they really want
1: them. Oh, you push that, did <laughs> Yeah, I'm Hispanic all day long.
0: To the point where they ask you what countries you're from. Oh,
1: wow. Yeah. Interesting.
0: And so, which is even better because – uh, my mom is, you know, has a lot. is very racially ambiguous. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, she's not straight Mexican. No, 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 no. She's like Colombian and she's Spanish and it's all this stuff.
1: American, uh, um, American Indian, yeah, Native American, yes. Yeah,
0: and so it, it's, it's nice. You know, it's nice how you know we're kind of progressing in that. But you know, the actual racism part is. Well, know,
1: I have three races. I'm also multiracial. <laughs> I'm, um, I'm english irish and scottish
0: i am all three shades of white <laughs> all
1: three shades of white that would be me yes so i can play and be multiracial also all my woke friends <clears throat> uh
0: yeah but i mean I think we're very uh in tune with our culture, I would say. I we're so. we're very so. we're a very cultural household. We are very in touch with our Irish side, because that's you know, you're mostly Irish. Right, right. And um we're very in touch with our Mexican and Colombian side. That's like the biggest thing. Um
1: don't mess with the Mexican Colombian no. side. That's the side you don't mix no. with. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. And you got Irish on the other hand on the other side. So what do you think the kids are gonna be like? Hmm. <laughs> Pistols. <laughs> now they're good. They're good kids. Uh, let's start wrapping this up. We're going to wrap up our yep. first podcast. And uh, Liz is going to talk about uh, what you can do. If you like the podcast, if you want us to keep going with this and where to write us, we're on, we yep. have an email and we have uh, Instagram. I know nothing about that stuff. <laughs> so let her talk about it. And I promise you, if you write to us and Instagram us, we will talk about it on the next show. So we'll spend like the last 20, 15 minutes of the emails and yeah. read them back. And if you want to be anonymous, just say, I want to be anonymous. Mm-hmm. And we'll we'll read the question or the comment.
0: And if you want your 20 seconds of fame, then put in bold letters, I want my 20 seconds of fame. <laughs> put my, my
1: name in. in. Put your <laughs> name in. And we will read it on and we will answer the questions or we will answer the comments. And uh, hopefully it will be to your, to your liking and that. Uh, Go ahead and give that information. Okay,
0: so our email is generationspodcast2021 at gmail.com. And our Instagram is also at generationspodcast2021. Um, And you guys can follow us on Anchor. Uh, We have our own website, which is anchor.fm forward slash will dash and dash Liz.
1: Okay, why don't you read those off one more time? Slow
0: okay and so, they will also guys
1: guys my age <laughs> if, if everybody knows my age knows how to do it how to listen to a podcast listen to liz again and we'll, we'll get we'll get
0: there. okay so feel free to email us at generations podcast 2021 at gmail.com that's generations with an s and our instagram is the same at generations podcast 2021 and you can uh, follow our anchor uh, look at our website anchor.fm forward slash will dash and dash Liz. And yeah, uh, you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. And if you don't see our show on the podcast station that you usually use, um, then you can email us that as well. And we can request it.
1: Yeah, that'll work. Yeah. And also, we're going to come out with a new episode. every. We're going to release every Saturday, correct? Yeah. Okay. So we're taping this during the week and then we um we'll go Saturday and you know we'll prove on this and we this is our first show and mm-hmm. we want to have some guests in we're going to get some guests. I got I know funny people <laughs> who can who can come uh. on here. So uh uh so yeah, we'll 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 get people on here but hopefully uh you enjoyed the the first episode mm-hmm. and some of our perspective on things and our different our different looks and um, again, let us know how you feel about the show Yeah.
0: Um, let us know your opinions what you want to hear, what you want to talk about. Um, and, yeah, state your opinion on the topics we discuss in the video. Are any new ones you want us to bring up? The podcast. How about this? <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, we'll try to do as much as we can. But uh,
1: one no. thing I ask, do not hit on my daughter. Do not ask <laughs> her for a date. Don't do anything like that. And uh, don't say anything to me that will get me in trouble either, okay? <laughs> so we're going to end it right now, and we will see you. Uh, we'll, this will be out on Saturday, the Third yeah. of April, yep. and then we'll be back the following Saturday. Yeah, so All we'll right. see you then. It's been fun.
0: Yeah, it's been real.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, thanks, guys. See you later.
0: Thank you for listening to Generations Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at Generations Podcast 2021 or visit our site at anchor.fm forward slash will and Liz. To be a part of the conversation and be featured on our show, DM us on Instagram, email us at, at Generations Podcast 2021 at gmail.com, or send us a voicemail on anchor.fm. Thank you.